there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome back. Our new Big Game Big Dance special provides v and plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guide, plus full access to v exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game, VEASAN.com slash big deal to sign up today. That time again, Indy Jeff Seeley joins us now. Great with golf and Cutmaker podcast at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. Subscribe to the text message service that he updates during every round, before every round as well. Matchups, picks, long shots, and the podcast this week is with the Westgate's Jeff Sherman, who is uh, great with golf as well, and he joins us now. Great to talk to you again, friend. How about a couple tidbits you want to mention about the upcoming season? Sure, fellas. Hey, listen, it's great to be back. And before we start getting into betting golf in, in 2022, a few notes I think we, we can learn from 2021. We, you know, I think we all know it was a very entertaining season last year. And, and if you think golf's boring, you obviously haven't spent any time watching golf on Sundays or with, with some action on it. But there's two interesting stats. One is uh, in, in uh, 2021, over 85% of the winners had opening odds of 20 to 1 or higher. So on a normal week, this would not be a normal week, but on a normal week, that 20 to 1 range is a really good place to start looking for your value because if you're getting 85% winners out of that range, that just shows you the depth of talent on the PGA Tour. And in four rounds, really a lot can happen. So I think that's a really good place to start when looking at bets for the, over the course of the year in a normal tournament. And then the last one, this one's from, from Justin Ray on the PGA's website. Over the past 10 years, only 34% of players with the lead after three rounds have gone on to win the tournament. But after the past 10 years, only 34%. But last year, we had a stretch from May through early August where the leader going into Sunday failed to win in 14 straight tournaments. What? This shows you the tremendous balance of talent and, more importantly, the amazing live betting opportunities if you stay on top of the action the sweat's incredible. Unfortunately, I was on the wrong side of some of those because I had a lot of I had a lot of guys winning after three rounds that were folded for one reason or another on Sunday. But um, it is it just shows. I mean, betting on golf is tremendously entertaining. If you haven't done it, uh, now's a great year to check it out. And and uh, you can ask these guys. Obviously, it's been uh, 
Last year was something else, and there's nothing else quite like a sweat coming down the coming down the line on Sunday. Well, oh, Jeff, you nailed it. I mean, for anybody who says golf is boring, all you have to do is get yourself a, a sportsbook app, go on and make a couple of bets on you know on a Wednesday, and get ready for the tournament, and you will not be bored. I mean, if your guy's in the mix on Friday and Saturday, and the, how many bets are now available on this sport? It's incre- it's one of the best sports to bet. Oh, there's no question. Well, and again. How, how often are you getting, like, you guys were talking about futures in the NFL earlier, right? Sure. How often are you getting a future where you're getting 20 to 1 plus, you get paid off in four days, right? I mean, like, it's, it's an incredible sweat. Jeff, it's kind of like March Madness every single week. That's exactly right. You know? That's a great analogy, Mitch. That's a great analogy. Absolutely. Uh, b- before we get into your, your best bets on the outrights for yeah. this week, are there a couple of guys you think maybe in the field that because of how they played last year, the value maybe has been sucked out of them for 2022. Like uh, my example would be like Victor Hovland. Are you still going to find Victor, Victor Hovland at prices you were finding him at a, uh, a year ago? Oh gosh, no, no. And 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 it's and it really is. There's a lot of recency bias, right? I mean, you look at Hovland and, and, as a great example. He's won two tournaments in a row, so he probably would have been 25 to one or so to win this tournament. Now he's he's elevated to you know the teens. Add that to the fact that. He just got, finally got his clubs yesterday. His clubs were stuck on, on a plane with Delta, and he gets his club, and he opens his clubs, and his driver head is snapped off. Oh. Oh. So, uh, yeah, Hovland's not a guy. Now, granted, he's, he's, this has happened to him before. He borrowed a guy's driver before and ended up winning the tournament. He's extremely talented. But, uh, no, in, given the depth of talent in this one at that price, Hovland's not a guy I'm playing. I mean, and, and another guy, you know, this week, a lot of this is because of rust. So, like, there's a few guys you can scratch off right away for me this week. Like, you can scratch off Rom. Um, he hasn't played in a while. He, same you can say for Cantlay. Um, unless you get a great price on Cantlay, like better than 15 to 1, um, he hasn't played in a while. So, there's, a, there's some guys like that, that that, you know, yes, they're talented and they certainly can win. Um, but but you got to find the right spots to bet those guys. And it's got to be a perfect position. And this week at this price, those prices, um, it's tough to do. Okay, so now let's look at the betting board and maybe try to find a golfer. I know what you just said about 20 to 1 and beyond. We'll get into those guys in a second here. But give us the one golfer who you like this week and his odds are a little bit shorter than 20 to 1. Yeah, there's, yeah, and, and I'm not going to, and honestly, guys, what, what I did this week, it's a really small field. So you started out with less than 40 guys, and then Rory didn't play, and then Cam Champ withdrew. So immediately, I just had some guys I could I just scratched off that are, are, are shorter hitters. So your Kevin Nas, your Abe Answers, your Kevin Kisner, Stewart Sink, you can scratch off a lot of those guys right away and really get down to about a 25-man field. And because of that, you're playing 25 guys. The favorite guy, my, my favorite guy is Xander Shoffley, and uh, he loves this course. This is represented by his last three finishes where he's finished fifth, second, and first over the past three years. Tough to do a lot better than that. Um, he's gained almost two strokes per round in his last 16 rounds of this event, which is second in the field. Pretty straightforward. And honestly, 14-1 to 1 for a guy like that, I think, is, is, a, is a very fair price. Um, so, and, and that's still pretty widely available, so definitely want to look him, at him about, at around those prices. And then, um, and then another guy I played at, at 20-1, to 1, and the guy I very, very seldom play, sort of a boom-bust play, is uh, Jordan Spieth. Spieth leads the field in strokes gained per round uh, with over two, two and a quarter strokes in the field in this tournament. The issue is 
He won for the first time at recently, in a long time recently, so he hasn't played here since 2018. But that said, when he has played here, he finished second, first, third, and ninth in his four trips here. So he's definitely worth looking at at a price. My biggest concern was that he finished dead last at the Hero World Challenge a month ago, but at least he's played. So he shouldn't be as rusty as some others. And, and, and so I like Spieth. I like Xander. And interesting, Caesars put up a, a, a line on you can get Xander or Spieth to win at 7-1. to one, So I put a little money on that as well. Okay. Uh, down the board a little bit now. I thought we've had this conversation many times about Tony Fina, but you want to go to war with him this week? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we, we have, and I, you guys know, I, I, never, I usually never bet on Tony Fina, uh, and I, it cost me some money last year because I was live betting uh, Cam Smith down the stretch in a playoff against Tony Fina, so I'm like, Tony Fina can't win. I mean, it, you know, and it's kind of maybe a silly narrative, but one that's really, you know, <laughs> proven to be fairly true over the years, but he grades out number one in my course fit model. I mean, I, I just can't ignore that. And, again, anybody who listens to this segment or my podcast knows I don't ever play Tony. Um, but he is extremely talented. And, and Jeff Sherman told me that, that the number they put up and I, for, to win this tournament this week is going to be like 29 under. So think oh. about that. So if you're going to have to finish at 29 or the course record, I think from the tournament record is 30 under, I think. So the weather's going to be perfect scoring conditions. If you're going to have to score and you're going to have to make Eagles and a ton of birdies, like Tony Finau can do that. And 2021 brought us two things. Tony Finau won for the first time in a long time. And the crazier thing to me is he actually gained strokes putting which is his biggest Achilles heel. Now, mind you, he only gained just less than a half a stroke. But usually with Finau, if, if, if he could just be average with the field putting, like his tee to green game is extremely elite. We all know that. So in an event where it may take 30 under to win, there aren't many they can do it. And, and Tony Finau is, is a guy to look at at 25 to 1, um, who grades out number one in course fit. I, I couldn't ignore it. Okay, last one here. Any Jeff Seeley, our guest. Give us a guy on the board that's an absolute bomb, a long shot, 100 to 1 or better. Yeah, again, guys, mind you, I've, I've kind of narrowed this down to 25 guys in the field. You give me a guy at 130 to 1, a 25 guy field who's extremely talented, and, that, and that's Cam Davis. As I said, we narrowed down to 25 guys. Over the last 100 rounds, Cam Davis is fifth in this field in driving distance. So he can bomb it out there. But in the same 100 rounds, he's number one in Eagles made. We've got more par. We've got four par fives this week, more than normal. So you're going to have a lot of eagle opportunities. In his last 18 tournaments, his putters proven to have been very, very streaky. But he's gained two or more strokes putting in five of those, and in three of those five, he gained more than five strokes putting. So we have a guy who's who, with his distance, is capable of making eagles. And if his putter can get hot, 130 to one seems like a great place to make a pizza bet. His other prices are 14 to 1, top 5, plus 450, top 10, even money, top 20. And if you can find a first round leader bet on him, 50 to 1 or better, I think that's worth a flyer as well. Very cool. All right, buddy. Tell everybody about the podcast, what it's called, and where they can find it. Sure. Again, it's the Cutmaker Pod. Uh, you can find it on Apple, Spotify, all of your, uh, pretty much all of your, your uh, podcast outlets. And uh, we just posted a new one last night. And, yeah, appreciate it, guys. We look forward to having a great season, and hopefully we'll, we'll catch some tickets this week. Yep, knock him dead this week, Jeff. We'll talk to you soon.
Take care, guys. Yep, be good. Thank you. So there you go. Again, his best bets are the people that he is betting this week and maybe recommends or does recommend. Chaufley, 14. Spieth, 20. Beano, 25. And the long bomb at the very end is Cam Davis at 130 to 1. So, and he, that's, that's pretty cool. Over at Caesars, will Xander or Spieth win is 7 to 1. If they offer combo bets like that. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we will give you a Vegas NFL contest update. Put yourself in their shoes down to the final week. Which available team do you trust? with $6 million on the line. We'll go over all of it coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sports Betting Network. First Bet wants you to get in and all the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code VEGAS1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Use the bonus code VEGAS1000. I wanted to uh, give an update here. We did get a good response from Canada and from Jonathan Von Tobel here at VEASAN. You asked the question about how they're operating right now up in Canada with uh, sporting events. Von Tobel said fans are limited to 1,000, but teams have decided to cancel tickets and only allow friends and family. That's for the next three weeks. And uh, Tom on email, ftm at VEASAN.com, tells us that it was 1,000. Basically, now it's nobody, like JVT said with the friends and family. For three weeks, Ontario uh, was shut down. Restaurants, bars, gyms, et cetera. Quebec is worse. Oh. What he said. God. I saw the Quebec tweets. Like, oh, wow. Isn't, isn't gym essential? Don't you think? Health? Get out of the... Uh, one, one could definitely make that argument. Yeah, yes, for sure. I, w- I would say going to a gym is... is yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. If you were still in Survivor, <laughs> like, what would you be... How unhealthy would you be right now? Oh, God. Six million on the line? Sweating these and how, what to use and going over the fix? Like, would you possibly be thinking about anything else in your life? Yeah, I can't and, imagine. And by the way, like, what, and, and I play in several fantasy leagues, and it's not for a lot of money. Um, you know, thousands are on the line, but it's not $6 million. 
I lose sleep and get stressed out over fantasy championships sure. and the fantasy football playoffs. Because I, yeah. but, but by the way, I'm a competitor, and I want to win as well. Well, this was the first week I really got into it with the Circa Millions uh, and because we were top 25 going in. Because you think you can get six figures if you get top 10 cash. And then, of course, you put up a 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. Thanks, Kansas City. But this was, but I can't imagine what what it's like every week. The last month for these guys. Oh no, it goes back. back. This this probably goes roller, back all the way to Thanksgiving. Right, the roller coaster they've been on, and then that you had Thanksgiving at its own week, and then who am I going to use? And, and then the trials, the ups and downs with the Green Bay Cleveland game, the three Christmas games its own week. What these guys are going through, and it's it's astonishing that five are still left, and three of them have the million dollar bonus in play. Right. Because two contestants have Kansas City, and the other one has Tampa Bay. So three of the five become a no-brainer with who they're going to use. Oh, they have to, for sure. Um, so right now, again, we'll ask you, put yourself in the shoes of the remaining entries. FTM at vcin.com is the email. Let's begin with one. We'll go by the entry names. Chris Piper. So this is the list that he's down to. Oh, he's up against it. Oh, so he ha- he does not have a Chiefs on the schedule or a Buccaneers that he can use. In terms of the overall... You know, point spread this week and biggest money lines. He has Washington and the Saints. Yeah, there's nothing else he can do. You're not going to take a dog. And he, he might have to, with $6 million on the line, he might have to go football team. I mean, after that, it does. Well, he has the Bengals now, and they're a three point favorite. Um, Lions, Falcons, Seahawks, Steelers, and Raiders. Why did that line flip? Is Baker Mayfield worth anything? How? As bad as he's been and injured. I think it flipped because the thought is that the Browns, what are they going to do here in Week 18? Uh, the Bengals might punt on the game too, though. They could, but there's a chance that they don't. The Browns could go full-blown backups if they want to here. Season's over with mm-hmm. now. They've had a bunch of injuries. Screw it. Let's just get out, get out of here. Yeah. Okay, so the Bengals would be an option too. But that was, boy, that's tough. Would you go? Would you lean Washington or the Saints? Uh, Saints with their playoff lives on the line. Yeah. And what if this report is true that Rivera wants to play a lot of the young guys for Washington? Right. I know the Giants are... It's Jake Fromm, though. The Giants are as bad as it gets. <laughs> uh, that's a tough call. <laughs> it's, uh, I would go Washington. Uh, I would go Washington, Saints, Cincinnati. That's how I'd rank In that order? Yeah. I would be thinking about Washington and the Saints every second of every day for the next week or until the deadline. Yeah. I would go back. I, I would hate myself. They have to win a game, but Atlanta already beat them. Yeah. I would probably go back and be. forth a thousand times. Yeah. This is why I'm going to take Washington. Yeah. Hold on a second. I can't yeah. possibly do that. I'm going to go with the Saints. Yeah. Well, that, that's, uh, I understand that thinking, too. I don't want to take a, a team in a meaningless game. Even though as bad as the Giants have been, I still want to take a, a team that needs to have the game with the season on the line with the Saints. I could sure I could see his thinking there. Now, my cool, it's like it's very obvious. He has to go KC. So he's sitting on the Chiefs, Ravens, Saints, and football team. You, you got to go KC with a million dollar bonus on the line. On top twenty four seven has Tennessee and Kansas City, plus the football team and Baltimore. Oh, that is great. That is huge. Right. That's like Syracuse Hawkeyes, who still has Tennessee. How did? How about how that worked out? He didn't get involved in the in the Tennessee-San Francisco game. Right. So then he saves Tennessee, and they need it for the one seed, and they're a huge favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a, that's a great spot. But to have either Tennessee or the Chiefs available, incredible. 
Uh, return of Survivor has Tampa left, along with Arizona, the football team, and the Saints. Can I call it a no-brainer? He's going to Tampa Bay? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like you said, Syracuse, Hawkeyes, Titans, football team, Ravens, Bengals, and Saints as the best options. You agree that's a no-brainer, Tennessee? Uh, see, that has to be no That entry, me personally, I'm not losing sleep over that at all. Right. It's automatic. We're going to Tennessee. I don't even think about it. Well, you know, you pay attention to the news this week, obviously. And if something happens with COVID or guys are suddenly going to be on injured, the um, mm -hmm. injury report, whatever, then you might think about it twice. But no, right now, you're as Tennessee and get some sound sleep if you can. All right. Looks like it's going to be a chop. And the more I think about it, Kansas City should destroy Denver Saturday in the early game. Locke's still going to play, but he's banged up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still, we can debate this about how important the two seed is. I know Jerry Jones is thinking about it from an owner's standpoint. Uh, about the two seed, what he said about getting because you could get a couple of home games. If there's uh, and then there's an upset, you could host the NFC, excuse me, championship game. But that's, I I think they'll play people in Kansas City. Will put it on Denver. Oh, by the way, we got a good tweet on that yesterday. Why Dallas is playing Saturday night? The thought maybe could be, well, they're going to play this Saturday, so that means we're going to put Dallas on a Saturday playoff game next week. That's probably a no-brainer. Primetime game, Cowboys Saturday night playoff game. Yeah. Yes. But the other thing is they need it. They can't afford to take a week off. They have been in a they've been in a slump. Jerry's right. Other people are right. How bad the offense has been. Yeah. I mean, they've had the they had the one good performance by Dak in the offense uh two weeks ago. Other than that, it's it's been a struggle. They couldn't move the ball against the Giants. Circa millions update. Five picks left. Hannibal Barca, your leader. 60, 24, and 1. Durbify, 60 and 25. Hannibal Barca, 2. 59, 25, and 1. Durbify, 2. 59 and 26. Look at that tweet. And look at the standings after week 17. And how, But still, no one's safe. As you put up a 1 and 4, and you might fall, who knows how far you're going to fall. Because all these guys oh. are so tight and so close that even uh, Barca's second entry. At 59, 25, and 1. Who, who knows how far you're going to drop if you put up a bad week? And look at the leaders in the fourth quarter. Oh, it's crazy. I can't believe it. There's a 19 and 1 on the board. Yes. An 18 and 2. Yeah. A 17, 2 and 1. Okay. And a plethora of 17 and 3. I know there's been a lot of gimmies because of the COVID news and stale lines, but a, God, a 19 and 1. We have to get Jiggy Jack on oh, the show. I know. And that's right. That's your booby prize. Now, everyone's been saying, imagine if he flipped it. Well, He'd be the leader. But that's as impressive as what Bark has done. How about Jiggy Jack? Running away with this. A three-game lead, booby prize, worst record, ATS, you get $100,000. Yeah. He he's picked 61 losers. 61 losers. All you can do is sit back and tip your cap. Right. That's it. He's 24-61 and 61 ATS. <laughs> Ah, and and by the way, good for him because yeah. he's going to have a, a nice payday because of it. Yeah, uh, I, I will give you the leaders in the super contest. Actually, we have a two-way tie for first right now at fifty-eight points. Um, in third, there's an entry at fifty-seven and a half, so half a point back. You have two entries, a full point back at fifty-seven, and then another person at fifty-six and a half. So we're talking about seven entries within six entries within a point and a half of each other. And that expands to a bunch more that are two back. So a, a bunch of entries 
it looks like six overall at 56 points and two back of the overall leaders. So that's very juicy as always in the final week. If good stuff going back to, I mean, if, if Barca does this and goes one, oh. two, oh man, or Derbify can do it too. Or either one doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. To go but, one, but also two. The, the fact that they're sitting this high right now with both their entries is incredible. And they're not splitting up the picks, Yeah, which it's worked out, but I can't believe it. Uh, and, and the other thing with Jiggy Jack, it's been consistent the whole, the whole year. I mean, every time you look up, you use it one and four, one and four, one and four. Yeah. Which, you know, try it sometime. Very hard to pick losers on purpose. There's a, there's a couple that always stand out. Right. But that's impressive. It's actually easier to pick <laughs> losers when you're trying to pick winners. Yeah, yes. Right? Than to try to pick losers on purpose. <laughs> yes. Up next, we will go track to the future. Um, I never have this many bets in the NFL in terms of the future board, AFC, NFC, Super Bowl. I made an exception this year because it was such a roller coaster. We'll go down how those bets look now that the playoffs are very close. Coming up next. Follow the money on VSET, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on the schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast. Free and available now, VEASAN.com slash podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Incredible. This kid's got a future putting this together. That graphic and that, that whole very well done. That whole intro is yeah. awesome. Track to the future, baby. Uh, it didn't go well for win totals. Uh, I was buying the hype too. I thought the Eagles were going to be awful. Now, still, they they're going to they're in the playoffs, but they don't have a win against a team with a winning record, which is which is nuts. Wow. That'll change if the Saints beat Atlanta. Beating blowing out the Saints at home was a good win, uh, and then going to Denver when it was Teddy two gloves. But other than that, I mean, look at the Washington twice. Giants, Jets, Detroit, Carolina, Atlanta. Those oh. are the other wins oh. for the Eagles. I'm sure people will be lined up to bet against them in the first round of the playoffs. And they got blown out out here by the Raiders. They did. Couldn't stop Carr. That's another thing. I'm thinking about this in the Sunday night game and the Carr talk. about Carr, Carr hasn't even been in a playoff game for eight no, years he, in the he, league. He was hurt. I know. I know. He was great that year. Could have yep. won the MVP. Then he got hurt. They would have had a bye. But then they had to play Connor Cook against Brock Osweiler yep. in a playoff game. But that was. But still, he doesn't. He's never been in a playoff game. Never. This guy even applied for a gaming license. I mean, we might have to kick his ass out of town from flying from casino. I mean, that that's that's rough. Well, but you want, you want to argue Carr's a very good elite quarterback, good quarterback. I know what the numbers say, but the guy's never been in a playoff game. Also, the organization has been. Okay. I mean. <laughs> They've whiffed on everything over the years until recently. Drafts have been bad. Yeah. Bengals under six and a half. I thought they'd be a last place team. I said, no way. Reading all the reports, how bad the offense was in camp, uh, the preseason issues as well. But uh, pleasantly surprised. Great job. 25 to 1. They win the division. Although I think it's in their best interest to lose on Sunday against the Browns and just uh, not play anybody. Bears under seven and a half. 
that's going to get there. Rams to win the NFC West plus 125. That was a roller coaster. Got lucky with that bet. Yeah. Uh, it's not over. I mean, they have to beat the 49ers. Uh, and no team at William Hill, no team wins 15 games or more. That wins. That's going to catch. Okay, very good. Okay, so my win total bets and others that I have, uh, this was an in-season play. Seahawks under 9.5. You could just tell right away to begin the season that they were going to have a down year. At least I could. So I got that one right. Uh, Raiders under 8. Big loser for me. Mm. Uh, Coach of the year, Sean McDermott, 10-1. to That's going to be no good. Dolphins to make the playoffs. Hey, you take a shot. Uh, it was based on their overall schedule down the stretch, 11-1. to Nope, going to be no good. Uh, so I will give you the dates that I made these bets as well. So to win the AFC, and again, I never have this many bets in the NFL. But this year was so up and down. Um, every week was different that I thought that there was going to be some value on a bunch of teams. So that's why I'm approaching this like, you know, Jeff Seeley and others here on the network approach a golf tournament. Have four or five bets on golfers to win it and see what you do on Sunday. Uh, Colts at 40 to 1 to win the AFC. I made that bet on November 21st. I got them at 50 to 1 on November 8th. To win the NFC, I got the Packers at 5 to 1. That was also on, uh, well, that was November 18th when I got the Packers at 5 to 1 to win the NFC. Now, to win the Super Bowl, the playoff teams that are still alive here. Uh, Packers 10 to 1, same day, November 18th. The Patriots on that same day. I was really, I, I can recall the weekend where I'm just looking at how big of a mess the NFL was this year and trying to pick off the best numbers that were available on teams I thought could make deep runs. Patriots 18 to 1. I know I missed that one because they were available at like 30, two weeks before this, I think. But I got that on November 18th. I bet the Titans last Sunday. November 2nd, January 2nd, I'm sorry, at 20 to 1 with the thought of them getting the one seed. Okay. And you might get a Tennessee New England playoff game. Right. In the, in the next, in the second round. So now I added that one last weekend, Tennessee. I'm looking around. It was by far the best number that was available. I think I saw some 14s. I'm like, I'm not going to bet 14. But if they get the one seed, which is, again was very real, I thought 20 to 1 was a pretty good number on that team. Um, the 49ers, and I went back and looked. So I have two bets on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. The first one was 18 to 1, and I, I the timestamp was April 29th at 12:43 p.m. <laughs> That's significant to me because that was draft day. Ah. And I still thought there was like this. Remember how high I was on that team if they took um, Kyle Pitts? I love that whole idea. Like imagine Kyle Pitts in this off. Could you still right now with the season behind us with a healthy Kittle? Evo Samuel, at the time the running backs were healthy, it would have been nuts uh, with what Shanahan could have drawn up. So I bet that on draft day at 18-1. I also added 100-1 on November 21st. Hey, guys, do me a favor. Just beat the Rams, please. I could really use that help. And the Eagles on November 20th, some books had 75-1 to on this team. I found a 300, which is a rogue number. And looking at the schedule, based on where they were in the stands at the time, I'm like, they can make the playoffs and at 301, now I'm sitting on that. The Niners need to get in for me, and the Packers, I could have three future bets on, you know, almost a half 
almost 50% of the teams that are in the playoffs on one side. How do you feel about your Patriots ticket? That's not, a roller coaster, too. Yeah. Not not as hot as I did when they were at their peak. Right. And then it also coincided with Kansas City struggling at the time. It did. Tennessee. They ran out Tennessee. They destroyed Cleveland. That's when they were hot. Then they had the two-game losing streak. Right. But in theory, I think it could break like this. If the Niners get in the playoffs, I could have a chance where – now, this is a long shot. But the Eagles could play Green Bay in the second round if the Eagles get a win. And then the Niners could play at Lambeau if they win a couple of times in the NFC title game. That's my perfect scenario. And I need a lot to happen, obviously, for that. Then I'll be sitting pretty. But my best ticket that I have right now, well, probably would be the Packers because of where they're sitting. Um, But I also like the Colts just to win the AFC at 40 and 50 to 1. How do you feel about a Monday night playoff game? I'm not very happy about it. Right. I was thinking about this. That there's still because they they determine the schedule then the second week with the teams off the bye. I mean they got to be careful with who they put on Monday night. I would say so because if there's an upset and a six or a seven seed wins, suddenly you might have a team that's on Monday night that has to play Saturday. Well, but that's how that could work. They can't do that though. You cannot put a, a team that plays on Monday night. You cannot schedule it the following week for them to play on Saturday. Like I would think the Monday night game. The winner of that has to play the following Sunday late game. Wait on the schedule. But usually they determine and map out yeah. the schedule before they even get to the... I don't uh, think the, you can do that first, now. Yeah, I, I agree with no, you. No, because how unfair is that? You're right. Like everybody would... Yeah. The people that would be complaining the most, I mean, the, the team, the organization, the players, the staff, whatever, the fan base, everybody, I mean, it would make sense. Like, that's not... How is that for the you know integrity of the game? That stinks. Isn't that something? They just walked into this. They walked into a... Oh, of course it'd be... That Kansas City-Pittsburgh playoff game was pushed back because of ice and conditions and weather. Right. They had to move it back, and the game, the, the game got a huge number. They're like, okay, let's do a Sunday night playoff game and yeah. not put it at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. Right. And then voila, they, you know, not what they do. Although I, I'd like to see the triple header on Saturday as opposed to uh, Sunday. Well, so would I. I mean, I would have, give, give me the triple header on both days, get rid of the Monday yeah, night yeah, game. You can do that. Too. Now, but I will say, like, when it comes on Monday night, am I going to be super excited for it? Will I have bets on it? Yes and yes. Right, who's not going to? And you get a Manning cast. Yeah. You get that too. That's right. Yeah. We also are looking at the possibility of rematches. We might have you might have Rams 49ers back to back weeks. Yeah. Uh and you might have Patriots. Uh you could have Pat yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Uh I'm blanking on it now. But the possibility of uh oh Dallas and Arizona. Duh. Dallas and Arizona you could do the, they just met, not back to back, but they just played, too. Sure. We could have that angle. Um, what if Trey Lance looks really good this weekend and the 49ers put a lot of points on the Rams and they win the game outright and they play them the next week? Not, is there, is there no. anything in the back of your no. head? No. Number one, I think it's going to be Garoppolo. Number two, I can't envision any scenario where that happens. And I'm sure Shanahan's losing his mind every day in practice because Matt Jones has played so well, and they talked him out of uh, – Talked him out of Mac and talked him into Trey Lance. All right, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Johnny Avello is going to join the program coming up next. We'll get into their survivor contests and how many entries remain at DraftKings. Um, They don't have a Week 18. 
for their weekly pick'em contest. So that bad boy's over with. We'll get details on that. And I want to ask him about future liability in college football and to win the AFC, NFC, and the Super Bowl. Coming up next here on Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard in downtown Las Vegas. Johnny Avella with DraftKings Sportsbooks joins uh, the program every single Wednesday, uh, Wednesday at this time. Johnny, good morning. It's uh, good to have you on the program again. How are you today? I'm, I'm well, guys. Thank you much, and good to see you both again. Same here. So uh, let's begin with the contests that you were running over at DraftKings. So in the rules before the season started, you told people that it was only going to be 17 weeks. You So there is no Week 18. So Survivor is already done, and so is the Weekly Pick'em, huh? Yeah, I'm glad there's no Week 18, guys. I mean, you know, look at this. Look at this slate. These numbers are all over the place early, <laughs> uh-huh. and, and we're not done yet. But, yes, that was that's the case. And uh, you had in, in the Pick'em contest where you pick five uh, games each week, you were allowed to take a week off, and yes, there was no week 18, so contest is over. I encourage everyone to get in this uh, next year if you didn't do it this year. Um, they pay out over $4 million. Every time you go 5-0, and oh, you get a $100 bonus. And even, like, top 50 at the bottom, you finish in 50th, he gets, like, six, $7,000. Uh, the payouts are incredible. Tell us about the winner, what he hit, and what did he walk away with, please? The winner, it was it was a sole winner, uh, one million dollars. He went fifty-seven and twenty-three for seventy-one percent. Wow! Um, and then the second place uh, finisher was fifty-five and twenty-five. He won five hundred k. And then there were three tied for third, uh, fifty-four and twenty-six. They each won three hundred and sixteen k. And then we paid down fifty spots. So I think. You know, there were guys in the middle that 
made some decent money, but the bottom payoffs were uh, about $6,500, somewhere in that area, and there were eight guys that got that that ended up in the top 50. Wow. Well, hell you're, of a you're, you're not kidding. The payouts there That's, are that is phenomenal. Something. That is strong. How many people got in? Uh, in that contest, there were, let's see, in the, in the Survivor, there were 2,600. In that one, I think there were 2,000. Okay. And it's 1,500 to get in, that one? 1,500. Okay. And Survivor is also over with because Week 18 is not an option. So you split it between how many entries? 26.02 was a start. There were 13 guys left going into last week, and all 13 made it through the final week. Uh, so those guys split, guys and ladies, I, I presume there may be a lady in there, $76,923 each. Okay. Did you play Survivor, like, before? Like, have you done this a lot in your life, get involved in, like, Survivor pools? Personally, no. I've played it before. Uh, it's, it, it takes a strategy uh, at the beginning of the year and to map it out. You know, when, when you're working uh, in the business, it's, it's just too hard to kind of, these contests kind of throw you off a little bit. So mm-hmm. I've been in some contests, uh, didn't get in any this year. Just uh, try to keep focused on business at hand. Where is your liability sitting in the NFL for the conferences, AFC and NFC, and then to win the Super Bowl? Oh, let's see. For the Super Bowl, the Packers and the Patriots are our two biggest losses. Uh, I think the Patriots is actually a little more than the Pack. Um, And the Rams are also a uh, a loser for us. Uh, And the NFC, we're not in too bad shape. It's the Cards are our biggest loser, uh, followed a little bit on the Packers. Uh, And in the AFC, it's the Pats. Um, so, uh, not, not too bad a shape. Didn't you take a million on the Patriots? Is that what it was? We took, no, we did take some money on the Patriots, but it was not a million dollars. No, okay. I thought, I thought Mac uh, made a yeah, lot. Yeah. He Mac- did make a, he did make that wager, but he did not make that with us. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, my apologies. Uh, h- how about in the awards market? Do you have any liability at all on, Rodgers, I'm guessing you have some built up on Taylor and Cup at long numbers probably, and then any of the other awards where people may have been taking long shots and now have a chance to win throughout the entire year. Yeah, I was looking at those last night, Mitch. Uh, the M- in the MVP market, uh, Brady was our loser, and I don't think he's going to get there. Uh, for Coach, it was Kingsbury, and he's not going to get there. Mm. Uh, defensive player, it was uh, Micah Parsons, and I think T.J. Watt's going to win that. Uh, offensive player, it was it's Taylor. Uh, actually, it's it's Taylor, but we you know Cup still has a shot there. The last week's going to decide that one. Yep. Um, and then for comeback player, uh, was Prescott a little bit and rookie uh, Mac Jones who has been overtaken by Jamar Chase, but that also comes down to the last week. Sure. So you had liability on Mac, <clears throat> Mac not so much with Jamar Chase. Right. And, and and it's not, that one's not terrible. Okay. How about the uh, same thing in college football? Do you have anything built up whatsoever with Alabama and Georgia to win the title? We're in pretty good shape with Georgia. Uh, and Alabama's are losing. The future market though is, is insignificant to what, you know, the game is going to be. Yeah. Um, 
we're getting a. This is going to be the biggest bet college football game for us on our network. And there's various reasons for that. We're certainly in more jurisdictions, but uh, you know, this game, this the spreads right. Everything about it is right uh, for betting purposes. We've taken. We opened two and a half. We're at three. We've taken Georgia money on the on the side, but we're getting loaded up on Bama money on the money line. So the future market really is gonna, not even going to come into play on this one. So as always in a spot like this, you basically need the favorite, but not to cover. You need the, you need Georgia to win like thirty one thirty. Yeah. Good luck with that one, huh? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, how many props? Can you even do the number on how many props you guys might be offering for the title game? Yeah, we're going to do quite a few on this. Uh, you know, the guys were working on it yesterday. I don't know what the number's going to be, but, you know, we're going to we're gonna have, uh, you know, every everything from first touchdown score, last touchdown score, like Super Bowl type of props. Now, some jurisdictions uh, don't allow player props and some do. So uh, it'll vary from state to state. On the last week, though, since we talked to you with the bowl games and the semifinals and a lot of significant line movement. Yeah, you talk about last week's NFL? Yeah, no, no, college. The semifinals, Bama. Oh, co- in, the semifi- in the semifinals, we, we, we did good on one game. We lost the other. Uh, we lost the first game. Um, they did bet Alabama. They weren't afraid to lay the 13 and a half. Uh, and on the second game, they actually bet the Wolverines. So, um we did well to that game. So between the two, we did make money. Okay. Of all the other bowl games, was the Rose Bowl the heaviest bet one? Yeah, that was bet pretty strong. Um, that game was that was a good one for us. That turned out well. Um, so you know the bowl games, you can't I can't complain on the handle. I think it's been good. I'm surprised we we got as many bowl games in as we did. It looked like there was there was going to be you know more cancel a lot of cancellations. It didn't turn out that way. There was just a few, and and the few that got canceled mm-hmm. were kind of insignificant. Uh, so uh, you know, bowl season worked out well. Um, last night's game wasn't good. You know, LSU had zero players playing. I think they only had thirty nine guys on the field, and a lot of guys opt out, get ready for the draft. Uh, so that game that game kind of real that moved on us like ten points. LSU went. From the favorite to the to the underdog by a touchdown. Did you ever get to what? Well, even higher than that. Did you ever get to ten on the game? No, I don't think we got that high. No, not that high. Yeah, but every number no. on K State came in, and that thing was over with early. By the way, yes, it was. Yep. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Good to talk to you again. Have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you guys. Uh, good yep. job, sir. DraftKings Sportsbook official sports betting partner of the NFL, and this week new customers can bet five dollars on their team to win, and if they do, you walk away with two hundred. The promo code is VEASAN when you sign up. That easy. Promo code VEASAN. Available to play in select states. Must be 21. Casino.draftkings.com for full details. So, again, get in their contest next year. I mean, that is impressive. $4 million in payouts. The winner got a million. The runner-up got 500000 And if you were in 50th, you still walked away with almost $7,000. Yeah, that's a really good payout structure. That Very good. Yep. Uh, have you bet Bama in Georgia yet? I'll, I'll take Alabama. I'll have to do it. Yep. I did. Yeah. Yeah. If I get beat, I get this beat. Is, okay. Yeah. Well, Georgia's awesome. Things have changed, though. I mean, a little, uh, bit, little nicked has. up with Alabama. Yep. But sir, yes. And Bennett played the game of his life. Can he do it again? 
But that's, I would say, when in doubt, you take the greatest of all time at Saban. Notice how Saban flipped the script because it was all passing against Georgia, and then it was all running against Cincinnati. Oh, very surprised by it. Good job by O'Brien. Coming out with up-tempo and just running the ball. So they, they know their opponents. Uh-huh. They, they know the game plan going in. What you saw against Cincinnati is not going to be the game plan against oh, Georgia. Sure. Right. It's going to be you know closer to what I think we had. They're also going to get creative because Georgia now knows that as well. It's Follow the Money yep. here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Up next, NFL news you need to know coming up. Um, it looks like he'll be back. And watch out if this team gets healthy. Bet River Sports. Bet River Sports. Bet River Sports. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.